Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me well, for this week, he wasn't here last week, he was by phone, but he's back in the studio with me, is JD. How are you, mate? Fantastic. How about yourself? Good, good. Like, it's actually good to see you again. Yeah? Like, how was the, how was the uh, trip back? Trip back. It was a flight, you know. Yeah? Yeah. It was All good. good. All yeah. Good. I, I don't like my airline that I flew back on. I don't think I'm going to fly them again. Yep. Tiger, bit cheap underwhelming <laughs> yeah mate. my seat like it kept rocking back and forward even without pressing that little button it was just a bit like mm. yeah unfortunately i'm a yeah. taller guy i'm not the tallest person in the world uh just still no room it's good mm. sitting at the pointy end like 2a so yeah okay only one was more the flight packed or not no i had no one next to... I oh, know, I had one person next to me, but they decided to sit next to me the whole so flight, but there was no one on the other side. So you were the poor schmucks that uh, that caught this flight back to Darwin no one else wanted? <laughs> there was, there was like... The back end of the plane was chockers, ah, okay. and the front end, where all the important people sit, yeah. wasn't as busy. But I just wish this lady sitting next to me who decided to, like, hold chicken wing it the whole flight back <laughs> would just move over and Double sit arm next rest to the... Double <laughs> She could sit next to the aisle. She had no one sitting next to her. Mm-mm. I was like, oh, my flight down to the Gold Coast. Hey, you never know. I had my if whole you have aisle. A crash, you know, they might not know who was sitting there anymore because she wouldn't be sitting in a position where she died. <laughs> mate, mate, we've had a plane crash this week. We don't need to. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. All right. All, right, all right. It's probably too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Yep. Yep. And I don't think we've had a decent plane crash in Australia anyway. So, no, airlines are pretty safe. It's regulations, mate. Regulations. Yeah. Anyway, maybe, you know, after a few more years, when I'm making my millions of dollars, I'll start flying Virgin to the Virgin Australian supercars. Oh, yeah. Well, that would be the way, wouldn't it? Yeah, but they don't fly to half the tracks I need to go to. Don't but, they? Well, they don't fly to Townsville. Don't they? There you go. No, i got to fly Air North. My baby plane. That's true. Anyway, we're not here to talk about what flights we're doing. How did you find the supercars? Oh, no. Supercars? Supercars. Formula that one. wasn't on. Formula One. How did you find the Formula One? Uh, yeah, look, Saturday was Very great. Early. <laughs> yeah, That's how yeah. we found it. Yeah, yeah. Saturday was great. Um, how good was it? Yeah, Saturday. qualifying Mexico Grand Prix. I never plan on actually watching the qualifying live on like, you know, three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. I'll always just try and avoid Reddit. And looking at our Formula One, and I was like, "No, no, I'll wait till it's up on Foxtel, and I'll watch it back." But I yeah. just opened Reddit up in the morning, just natural reaction, and like, I think the top post was Daniel Ricciardo on pole, and I was like, "Ah, oh, thank God for that!" <laughs> and like, now I'll I know the results. I'm going to look at all the videos, and it was close. It was a very um very close qualifying from Daniel Ricciardo and Max. Obviously, first one two for them since uh, the hybrid era as well for Red Bull, which is a, a, a pretty big effort. Really? First one, two since the hybrid era? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's big, big, um, big, big thing for Red Bull. Well, they definitely thought this was going to be one of their stronger tracks. Uh, yeah, it was the last it was real... the lack of... Out oh, well, not the lack of altitude. It's, it is the altitude and the... Lack of air density. Yeah. That seems to work in the favor and brings the Renaults back onto a much more um, level playing field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, the the air's a lot thinner up there. There's not much oxygen, so the engines have to all work a bit harder. And the, the ones that are uh, basically super efficient at 
kind of brings them back into the window. So the Mercedes and the Ferrari um, come back a little bit towards the, the Renault and Honda. So it levels that playing field out. And then you get the cars that are obviously got good mechanical grip, like the like the um, Red Bull, and also good aero. So mm. they were definitely in with a, a, a challenge, Ferrari and Mercedes with Red Bull this weekend, and it showed in qualifying, obviously, with a 1-2. Were you surprised that Ricardo got the pole? Because there seems to be general consensus around the place was it come from nowhere. But he was yeah. like... He was close There was a one-two yeah. practice in like Friday and I think he was... There was one-tenth in practice and I think there was practice three or two or something like that. I, I Look, it didn't surprise me. Ricardo used to do this and uh, when he has his mojo and he feels like it's on the table to be taken, he'll do it. Mm. So, um, yeah, no, it didn't surprise me much at all, no. What about Max's reaction to this? I thought I it was pretty piss now, poor, to be honest. I, I could be wrong. I, I don't know if I've read this 100%, but I think he's now out of the chance to ever get the ch- the record of youngest ever pole sitter. Yeah, well, I, I think, think... he had to get it in Mexico. Yeah, I think it was coming down to the, the next chance he's going to... Uh, have to take pole will be next year sometime. He won't have another chance this year to get pole with um, the tracks that Even are coming up. Even if it's in Brazil and it's raining, the Mercedes are too strong in the wet this yeah. season. Yeah, so I, I do believe that's his chance gone, yes. Because mm. did you see what um, Joss Verstappen was saying? No, no, tell me about it, mate. So he's come out and pretty much said that he believes Ricardo over-celebrated his pole position on the sad day. And that it angered Max. There you go. Yeah. I think Max was pretty angry before he got back to the thing to Mate, see Max how... Max was angry before he then pulled up to that number two sign that yeah. he obviously didn't see. Um, he, yeah. I I don't think that was what was angering Max. Yeah. What, Look, what, what do you think was angering him? I, I think he wanted that... that um, what do you call it, record? Yeah. And and I think Red Bull wanted him to have that record. I think they were surprised that Ricardo got it. I don't know if they've done things there like was set up wise it. to get it, get uh, Max closer to it. But Max wasn't happy with his car, blamed everything under the sun. They were both very, very close. It come down to thousands of a second. They were a tenth up on everyone else. And they yeah. were, what, it's... Two te- two thousandths, three thousandths of a second difference between them. Yeah, so there, there, there wasn't there wasn't a whole heap, um, you know, of time between the two. It was surprising to see how upset Max was. I didn't. I I thought it was a bit unsporting. Like to have a one two, you should be happy for the team. You should be trying to make the team happy. And it, it he just acted a bit like a a pissed off teenager, especially when you know what Ricardo's been through the last. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's yeah, going through a rough trot, and then you know, it, it, you you'd want to support your teammate. Mm. I feel like he's definitely. Um, I don't know if it's something Ricardo said to him or something that's going on, but he's definitely seems to have turned against Ricardo in the last few races. Yeah, which is odd because. When I know, you know, it could be all the media and, you know, play it up for the media, but they seem to do get on quite well when they do their little Red Bull YouTube videos and their Facebook videos and I, stuff like I that. I absolutely agree. So it is a bit odd, yeah. Especially, did you see the Austin video with them wearing their cowboy suits? Yeah, yeah. Do you think Ricardo generally likes 
to wear his cowboy gear? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, I, I, he travels to America in the summer break as well, and mm. he goes um goes through America in his summer break. So, I I wouldn't be surprised at all if it. I if think that's deep down, genuinely... when Ricardo retires, he's going to buy a ranch in like <laughs> Texas. Yeah. He's going to wear his full cowboy gear. Cause you never know. It. If it doesn't work out, Renault, maybe we'll see him at Haas one year. <laughs> <laughs> Just you're like, but they're not even based in the no, US. No, I know, I know. We're but not yeah. going to get a US-based Formula 1 team. Well, Haas wanted to. That was the they big They did, plan. and then pretty much everyone told them, you're going to be an idiot to do that. Yeah. It's, you need to be where everyone else big. is. Yeah. One, well, where main, all, all the main races, the races are, are, but yeah. also all the development... And all the wind tunnels, everything's yeah. in in uh, Europe. The infrastructure to build a race team is based in Europe. I don't know how much aero do they use on NASCAR. Well, they have a, they would have wind tunnels. It's pretty yeah. much it. no, because they're all fairly well fixed setups. So aero wise, mm. it's very restricted. It's not like Formula One where you all develop your own front wings, rear wings, everything, mm. end plates. Like you know, it's down to the minute little details of Formula One where. NASCAR, it's very much, this is the, the, like the shape cars. and everything. Yeah, I was right. having a chat to a bloke at work today and he was saying about, you know, oh, the new Mustang, you know, that should be good. And, you know, he was actually more worried about the fact that he's like, they have to make it smaller and, and taller than what the actual car is. I'm like, yeah, mate, it's the same chassis. They just have to adapt the body to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then, you know, he's talking about the aero, you know, trying to get the aero right. I'm like, well, the aero for supercars is only tested at 200 kilometers an hour in a straight line. Yeah. Like, spend your money, do what Triple Eight did, make the aero package that can go around corners because you don't test that. Yeah, exactly. That That's definitely something Triple Eight's worked out a lot. And I guarantee you, Penske and FPR are working together, or Pro Tickford. Tickford, are working together to go, we need a car that goes faster around corners as well. Yeah, we'll yeah, get this aero. Efficient around corners. Mm. Aero efficient. And above 200 kilometers an hour as well. We've got a lot of tracks that we do travel at a lot faster than 200. So um, getting that extra downforce or slipperiness, maybe you want to get in punchier through the area. Then this straight, you're more you efficient. A bit, yeah. Once um, you get under that 200 decays an hour, when you're in the braking zone, then you want your downforce. Yeah. So th- there's lots of some very, very smart people working on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's I obviously bet they're why all over it right now. Isn't it funny that like last year when we're talking about how, you know, it come out that the body kit to go from a VF to a ZB was going to be like 50 grand and everyone was crying foul over it. And then to work out once we got to Adelaide, how quick they were and the fact that they put all this effort in to get the aero done. Yeah. You're like, I can see why it costs 50 grand, like $40,000 more. Yeah. They spent over a million dollars just developing the aero for that one car. Yes. Anyway. And we did that in Australia. Oh, they did all the aero yeah. work over in England. Yeah, overseas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Haas isn't in America. Yeah. All right. Well, keep going. Keep going. What, what would you like to talk about? We went on to V8. We went on That's to V8. That's how exciting this weekend was. <laughs> I know, I know. Do we, well, we should jump. Do we have any news? I mean, we jumped straight into qualifying. <sighs> news, 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 mate. Tim um, Blanchard just called it time on his career. Well, yeah. on his full-time racing career. Yep, uh, that's pretty big news. Cause so it's obviously, opening a seat up for Macca Jones. Yeah, you'd have to say definitely Macca. Um, He's done four years in Super Twos. He's obviously ready to step up now. Yeah, he's been. He would be leading the, the championship if he didn't have his incident at Bathurst and Townsville. Yeah, he's starting to really shine too. He's uh, he's definitely looking a lot stronger than he has in previous years. So uh, I think it is time for him. He can come up and. Uh, 
Is it weird that he's like 24 and in Super 2s? I'm like, man, you're old. <laughs> well, there are a lot of older drivers in Super 2s as well. It's a pretty mixed field. You know, you've got a couple of 30-year-olds, a couple of... you got Paul Dombrell. It's a, a lot older than them. Um, I don't actually know how old Paul Dombrell is. He must be 40-ish, no. late 30s. Paul Dombrell is 36. 1st of September, 1982. I'm sorry to say it, Paul, but you're not aging well, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Like I said to Mitch last episode, I'm pretty sure, or if I sh- didn't, I should have. That f- the image of him when he took his helmet off after he saw his car and you've got the yellow safety lights flashing off the tilt tray and it's raining and he's just looking at himself like, what have I done? Mm-hmm. It was so sad. But yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, Dumbrell, he's losing his hair. He's, he's stressing. He's got other things to worry about than racing now. He's got a. He's moved on from Bursons. He's now going over to... Oh, where is he moving on to? He's moving on to another CEO job. Well, he is CEO of not just Bursons. So he's Bursons Auto Group or whatever it's called. Well, it's, I can't remember the actual name of it, but they own... They're an automotive group. They own Autobahn. They own Bursons. They own a, uh, Australian Brake Services. Um, so they're, they're huge. I think they used to own a, a, a company called ATAP. Well, they do. They're, they're basically a distributor for all of the um, the big automotive, automotive companies supplying them parts like a warehouser. They import the parts from overseas and whatnot. No, I can't find it. It's all good. No, there was a list of pretty much what he's doing, and it did say something about Dumbrell's, you know, moving on to a different CEO position, but still, CEO, you know. Yeah, not yeah. Not a bad gig. Oh, he look, like he, he does... Of, um, he does a good job. He does a good job. The bi- all these businesses have always prospered, so he's obviously on to it. Mm. Um, other news, Jamie Wincup has bought 15% of Triple Eight. Huge news, isn't it? Absolutely huge news. I didn't see that coming. Really? No, I didn't. Not this year. Not no, I thought maybe year Maybe after. later. Oh, I thought maybe when he retired, he might buy a bit of it and get involved. But He said he hasn't bought himself a job. No, he said he wants to get involved in the engineering side of it. And if he f- proves himself worthy before he retires, he'll have a job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. But, yeah, it's... It's an interesting take. You don't normally see too many drivers buying into their race team while they're still driving it. Yeah, well, you know, you Most, you, know you might get Blanchard and you had Bright that bought their rec license. Scaife bought his team. Yeah, and look how well that went. It went horribly, nearly sent back. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever listen to us, Scaife, sorry, mate, but it's the truth. Um, yeah, HRT went through a pretty rough stage and he Didn't went he through buy a pretty off- stress. Stressful time. Walkinshaw? Yeah, I think he brought it off Walkinshaw and sold it back to them later. Yeah. For a heavily discounted price. Yeah, I don't know whether it was an up or down value, but yeah, it, it the race teams are very expensive to race. Like, they to are. get them on the track and get them looking as good as they do for every meeting and flights, accommodation and everything for everybody. It is, it's not a cheap little um, well, sport. We were just looking, like, literally before we started recording, the new TCR, the golf. GTI um, images got released of the first couple that have landed in Australia and then 
doing a bit of digging and having a look at the Civic that's here as well and the i30. The i30 we looked at was going to be 130,000 euro without tax. Yeah, and uh, which was $203,000 in dollar ruse. Yeah. And obviously once you buy spares, a transporter, two of the cars, two of the cars, yep. Probably a spare chassis. Uh, it it's going to be a big outlay to get a good field of these out there next year. They they're out optimistic. They want them next year. Next year, April, May though. Yeah, but still, that's a huge. It's that's a huge number be, of people to find that. I have. reckon they're only going to do a four to five round season. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna it's gonna take a lot of effort in between now and April May next year to get, say, twenty guys that are willing to spend five hundred thousand uh, dollars on getting these cars going and out there. I'm sure there's a few rich businessmen that want to get involved in racing and stuff like that. They might buy a couple of cars and sponsor some drivers that are up and coming or something like that. Well, what drivers but, are we going to get? Are we well, going to get young drivers or are we going to get the likes of Heingardner and Blanchard maybe? Yeah, Moffats and stuff like that. Yeah. It might steal a few of the Porsche drivers. I'm not sure. It'll be interesting to see who goes across to it. I think the driving is, the racing is going to be pretty good, I think. Um, it'll be interesting to watch. Because we've also got the Super 5000. Now, I believe the Super 5000 is going to be a lot more of your younger kids. Well, that's what they're pushing it for. They're pushing it towards developing young open-wheel drivers. Um, that are It must be one of the last open-wheel V8 series. Oh, definitely, yeah. Not many of them about, yeah. I think the V8, the having the V8s in it is going to make them sound good. I don't know what they're revved to. No, that well, obviously we were discussing a couple of episodes ago about they were going to the Coyote motor instead of their uh, like five liter supercar motor. So it'll be interesting to see what they sound like. Uh, obviously, still pushing out a whole lot of power. So it'll be, you know, th- obviously th- with power you get a lot of noise and and stuff like that. So it, it'll be interesting to see. That's all the news. It hasn't been too much other real news that's come out lately. As we jump into the Formula One again, do the Formula One again. Unless you're looking at, oh, uh, I just remembered. Sorry, one more bit of news. Okay. Scafe's been inducted into the New South Wales Hall of Fame. Yeah, I I did see that. I did see that. Um, Donald Bradman's also in that, but he's South Australian. <laughs> um, well, every, everyone would want him in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. He's in the Territory Hall of Fame if we've got <laughs> yeah. one. Um, yeah, no, it's it's good on him because you know Scafi did do a lot, and this is saying well, that he I said helped to with a lot Sydney of people, five, the Sydney Five Hundred and all those well, other he things. Redesign too. He helped redesign Yeah, he always pushes. He always pushes for stuff for Sydney as well. He always plugs it, so I can understand why he has been inducted in New South Wales Hall of Fame. Yeah, and he he did a good job as this. Supercar driver too. Let's not forget. But yeah, let's not forget <laughs> that. What ninety-one race wins, five championships. No, six. Yeah, six. No, five championships. Five championships. Five, five Bathurst. Six Bathurst. Something like that. Maybe. Come on, look it up. We've got to get this right. We've got to get this all right, right. All right. All right. All right. It's definitely. It's only a few clicks away. Here we go. Oh, is it in here? Is it? Yeah. He's won Bathurst six times. And he's got an equal fourth time of all around, yeah. Championships, five. Five championships, Australian. six Bathursts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and like 90-odd races. And it's funny that what I find with Scafie is 
people seem to like him a lot more now. I remember during when he well, was he racing. He was very, very intense when he was racing. Very, very, very intense. And this is my stance on Wind Cup. He's not Wind Cup's not I don't think he's intense. He's not like getting as passionate. But it's, I think people yeah. are definitely going to appreciate him more once he retires and he steps away from driving. Yeah, well Wind Cup's a very competitive person and um sometimes he, he's obviously not as loving uh, easily loved as Lowndes and that. Uh, just that's unfortunately for him, that's his, you know, that's just who he is. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I believe people will probably value him more, like you said, after he's gone and realize how well he's driven for the the many years that he has. Mm. He's, yeah, he's done fantastically well. All right. Let's get into Formula One now, because I think we're definitely out of news and it just seems like we're just trying to flog a dead horse when it comes to news. <laughs> We touched on qualifying like within three minutes of this podcast starting. So we've done that. Ricardo got pole. Yeah. Pipped Verstappen. And I think Hamilton got third. Then the two Ferraris and Bottas. Yeah. At the start of the race, what happened to Ricardo? Well, he got a, a pretty shocking start. Well, I wouldn't shocking say shocking start. Oh, like a great. poor start. Yeah. A very poor start. He He... He got off the line with a lot of wheel spin, and obviously Max didn't. Max got a clean start, and so Max took off down the road a little bit. See how much of a bullet bloody Hamilton come out of the starting grid? Really showed you how much the power difference between the Mercedes turned up for Wick versus the Renault. Going down that straight, his start, I don't think he got any extra traction. It's just mid-straight, he was full, just chasing him down, almost drove straight around the outside of him, didn't he? Yeah. It was unbelievable to see. At how one much point, pace he I had think Ham, uh, Ricardo dropped back to fifth. If he actually took it, one point, I was like, you know, oh, right now, yeah, yeah, the Mercedes and the both Mercedes and the Ferrari up against him. Bottas actually made a pretty decent start until he had that small coming together with Vettel. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's um, he Ricardo's start was not great. It was not great at all. Um, it was a pretty tricky first uh, lap as well for all of them, sorting out their positions. There was a bit of two-inch row tussling. How much caution? Ca- cautionous? How much caution did... Did Vettel display on that opening lap? Yeah, I also think Hamilton did a bit too. He gave uh, Verstappen a lot of room going into that Always first Always gives corner. Verstappen a lot of He's room. He's like, oh, mate, just... I Let's only need to finish seventh. Off yeah. you go. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't want to fight too hard. <laughs> I'm not going to put my wing there. God, you'll cut me off. <laughs> Max has got nothing to lose. It's true. It's true. Well, uh, just a race win. But he's yeah. he's going to take that. He's not going to lose that. But even when like Hamilton was racing like wheel to wheel with um, Raikkonen a bit later on in the race, did you hear Brundle when he says like, how easy could it be? For Raikkonen to be like, oh, a little bit of understeer. Bang, straight into the side of Hamilton. Oh, I, I agree. I was actually waiting for it. I was holding my breath as he was going through it. I'm going, this is brave. Very brave. I don't think Kimmy's one of those guys, though. Well, and they did ask Kimmy sort of, it was around when he was announced his move to Sauber. They said, oh, will you still fight for Vitelli? And he said, I'll do what I can, but I'm not going to do any." Yeah, you know, I'm not going to be out there trying to drive a race just to help him. Mm. I'm going to try to do the best I can. And for that reason, he's not going to all of a sudden become dirty 
yeah, just to help but him. I don't think Kimmy's someone that's going to drive into someone. And also, we're just avoiding the inevitable. The damage was done in the the previous five races, not... It wasn't <laughs> yeah. done in, like, last two races. Yeah, It yeah, wasn't exactly. because, oh, you know, he didn't win US Grand Prix. Mm. I think that's that's exactly right. It was a interesting race, knowing that. Well, the tires only weren't needed, lasting on that. The so. tires weren't lasting at all, but it was just in, like knowing that Hamilton only needed to finish seventh, and uh, Vettel needed to win. And looking at the race, it's like Vettel at no point. Did I think he was going to come and win this race? No. No, not at all. It, it was over from the start, really. They just didn't have the pace. They didn't match even the have Red the pace Bulls. in qualifying. Yeah, they didn't have the pace to match the Red Bulls at all. And uh, you could really see that even in the race. The Red Bulls were looking after their tyres really well. The rest of the cars were chewing them up and spinning them out. Because um, Red Bull won stop, didn't they? They Max stopped around lap stopped. 12 or 11 or something. Yeah. Um, so uh, Sorry, Max two stopped. Uh, Daniel was going to one stop. Yeah. Until... Until he no stopped. Yeah. Well, until he did he one stopped. stop. Until he stopped. He stopped twice. But he the did. second one was a bit more well, of a permanent stop. The second time was stop. on track. <laughs> oh, God. We might as well talk about that. Now, you gotta you got to get into that. We let that cat out of the bag. The stupid bait. thing is, right, he had that bad start. And then he recovered up to a point where he was generally running in second. Yep. And looked like I, he was going to confirm. When I first watched this, I second. did not. I set my alarm, go off at 4.40 in the morning, woke up, sort of turned it on. When go, I watched the start and was like, okay, I'm going to sort of like just roll over a little bit and then I'll go back to the race. And I rolled over a little bit and went back to sleep. Yeah, mate. Or understandable at like three in the morning. <laughs> four forty it started. There you go. Four forty. Yeah. You have to get up for work at six, but you're like anyway. Um woke up again, seen the race, Verstappen won, Ricardo two, for uh Vettel four third, Raikkonen fourth and Hamilton. It was basically two Red Bulls, two Ferraris, two yeah. Mercedes, and Hulkenberg. A million laps down, I swear it felt <laughs> like that. Yeah, there was definitely a very big pace deficit. The yeah. fact that Bottas got lapped by everyone and he la- and Bottas lapped Hulkenberg. So Hulkenberg was two laps down and six. Yeah. Not great for Formula One, but yeah, anyway, continue with your story, yes. And seeing that he was running in second was like, oh, that's, that's fantastic, you know. Not a race win. Started from pole, but, you know, bad start at the thing. Good recovery drive. Where I closed my eyes for like two seconds, opened them again, and then I seen Ricardo retired out. Yeah, well, it was a pretty disappointing. Um, I was watching it, and, and all of a sudden you see a bit of a whisper smoke going down one of the straights. It wasn't even heaps of smoke. What's that? What's that? And then it got a little bit worse, and there's a bit more smoke. And then Brundle called it. He said, That's not good. Uh, that won't be good at all. And it, within half a lap, they, were, they turned it off. P zero, mate. P zero. At the start of the race, Some, there was another car that was putting uh, up. Hartley, Hartley car when it broke when he had contact with. Try to remember now. Was it Perez? He broke his, his wing. Yeah, and Hartley's it broke the side of Hartley's car and it, it was touching on the tire. Yeah, 
Oh, is that what? I No, I swear there was another engine that was like had a bit of puff of smoke, but only for like half a lap. Maybe it could have been. I don't know who it was. Probably one of the McLarens. God, Alonso did not have a great run. He now cannot have the most <laughs> laps ever. I know. Life. It's nuts, isn't it? it <laughs> this was another one of those. He looked like he was trying to stay out of trouble he too. He did. <laughs> he went so wide out of the track. He ran off. He let about five cars go. <laughs> yeah. Still got collected debris. And I swear, is that what finished him off? Or was yeah, it, it went into his duct. I think it punctured something. I think they seen a loss of water pressure in the car. I like how we just like, yeah, Ricardo retired. Back onto something else. Yeah. When we talk about the car catching on fire and him just getting. Yeah, so, well, yeah, might as well cap that off anyway. Oh. So, Finish Ricardo pretty much got told to pull off. Turn it off, turn it off, mate. And I think they said, you know, we'll talk about this later. And Ricardo's like, I'll save it. Yeah, he's not going to blast them over the radio. Yeah. It's just like he's done, looked at that car, got on the back of the scooter, drove off back to the pits. Then his car caught on fire. It did, with Marshalls pushing it. Yeah. And that's because I reckon the car's like, don't you dare push me from the rear wing. <laughs> yeah, one of the marshals, Michael's keen eye picked up one of the marshals, went to walk behind the car and push it off the top wing flap. And, um, and then all of a sudden the car as he went to touch it, <laughs> it blew out a big flame <laughs> at him. So, yes, no, it caught fire. They ended up putting the fire out, obviously. Marshall's very good on, mm-hmm. the, on the spot. Uh, pushed the car away, but yeah, Daniel was not happy, was he? He was not. You would definitely have to show one of them in the show notes if you can find one that's uh, one of the, the driver interviews. Driver interviews yeah, were yeah. the one where he's saying the car's cursed and he's just over this. Well, pick any one of any of the driver interviews from the pen. They're all very much Do you reckon he's going to rock harsh. up for the next ah, two he races? Will, he will. He's, he has to. He's got a contract and he's getting paid to do it. He should just swap with Gasly. He's like, screw it. Let me drive well, this Honda. I guess they probably won't want him knowing what the Honda's doing for next year. That, that'll that be the thing. Otherwise, I, they probably would have already done it. He's security spot in the championship. No one can beat him there. He can't gain a position. He can't lose a position. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. It's It'd be good to get Gasly in the car, but they also don't want to lose uh, more information of the Honda going to Renault. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I feel for the boy. I really do. Maybe they can put him on gardening leave and he can just not turn up at all. I don't see it two happening. Two races. You, you want to finish two races. Uh, but I don't see it happening anyway. It's pretty... All do you of see this him is finishing the both races? I don't know, eh? Because then are they going to like... We looked at the thing before. He's taking pretty much all his, all his parts. If he takes any more parts, he's going to have to... Well, he's already had engine penalties a couple of times, so... I wouldn't be surprised if he gets more penalties before the end of the year. Yeah. So what's he got? He's got clutch. So that's Brazil and Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Two left. Yeah. This was a clutch failure. Yeah. But it's just, it's really hard. It's hard as an Australian to get into it. Well, it's hard. It's, you know, I'm seeing a lot of friends just just, uh, basically wanting to disown Red Bull now because it's really like they've turned their backs on him. I'm not sure if any of this is controllable by them, and it's just bad luck. I know Max went through. A Max bit of had bad the, apparently the same issue during practice. Yeah, so it it is. It's very hard to tell, but you know, no one will ever know other than the engineers and the and the mechanics and Christian Horner and whatnot. Especially when you're coming into this end of the season, this is when times 
cars just start to fail. You know, parts are getting a they're bit running old. They're running on a lot of old parts now that they've already used. Maybe they're, they're in the end of their cycle. But there's a lot to do with, if you have a look at Renault, how many Renaults have failed compared to how many Red Bulls have failed. There's a lot to do with packaging, how no tight they run it and everything. Ricardo's got the most DNFs this season. Yeah. And I don't think he's crashed out. Uh, he He had that one crash. Wasn't that Max's teammate. fault? <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was a DNF. Um, yes, so pretty much um, fed up with the whole situation anyway. And I, I th- feel like, well, I, I was a bit fed up with it when it happened too. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this continues to happen. It looks like he's going to get a podium and it just gets taken just away. Gets robbed from him. I mean, thank God he won Monaco this year. And it seems it was so a, long ago. It does, doesn't it? And it was probably a standout drive of the year still. Mm. You know, driving around power. And he had a failure there too. Oh, well, yeah. And still won. The, I mean, that's easy when you can't pass on the track. Yeah, yeah. But still drove his absolute guts out to make sure he didn't get passed and whatnot. Um, yeah, still effort. So, All right. Hopefully well, the mojo comes back next year and he's in a happy place. We're about... 25, 30 minutes into this and we haven't even talked about Hamilton yet. Okay. How many championships do you think this man will win before he retires? One more. One more. Six? Yep. Big call, big call. I guess it depends. 2020? Aren't we changing regs in 2020? Yeah, but it looks like they're going to be same engines. No. Yeah. Oh, God. So Mercedes and Ferrari basically kicked up a huge stink about how much money they've poured into developing these engines and they don't want to have to develop new engines. So I think there's a lot of talk about trying to parry them a little bit more. So there will be control unit, like uh, so a contracted FOM contracts a company to build turbos and a company to do that and a company to do this. To try and bring we need them to all say together. That, and that will also bring costs down. Because yeah, at the office. moment, I'm getting a little sick of this Formula 1.5 and Formula 1. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. all right, there's True. six teams, you know, two Red Bulls, two Ferraris, and, well, it's one Red Bull, two Mercedes, and two Ferraris. Let's see where they finish. Yeah. The other Red Bull's going to get DNF. And let's see, let's battle out for fifth or six. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It, it it is sad, and but that's coming down to aero as well. That we need to sort of restrict that as well, mm. because a lot of those other cars do have the current model spec Ferrari and Mercedes. I don't know whether they got the same like tunes in them or whatnot. They say they do, but I don't think so. Um, Not when you watch the Mercedes factory team just breeze past every car. But that comes down to efficiency and aero as well. So you got to remember that. But there has to be something different. When you so watch you Hamilton get spun, I can't remember what race it is, but he got spun on the first lap. And then he still recovered and drove to third or second. Yeah, but it, it's mainly aero, I, I would say. Like, I don't think there's that much power difference between, say, a, a Mercedes and a Force India. Mm. But the aero package gives, you, gives them downforce, but it also doesn't have as much drag. They call it dirty... Dirty error or whatever they yeah. call it. I can't remember and what they call it. Then, of course, with less drag, faster top speed. So, like, McLaren has good uh, downforce, but they have so much drag on that car. It's hopeless, that car. It has been for years. 
I feel so bad for Alonso. Yeah, it's it's sad to see him going out. Hopefully he can come back in another year after they've sorted some issues and maybe race for Ferrari or someone again. But I don't see it happening. Racing Ferrari. You know Charles Leclerc's only like sixteen days younger than Max. Really? Mm-hmm. He That's seems so much younger. That is how young Max is. There you go. He seems so much younger. He just went through all the other categories that Max skipped, I guess. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you... I guess Charles is not, like, on Struggle Street. No. But... (laughs) Growing up in Monaco. Or is that Gasly? No, no. Gasly's French. Well, I guess they're both technically French, I guess. Monaco is not France. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, don't make that mistake. I've done that before. (laughs) So, anyway... Hamilton come home in fourth and won his fifth world championship. Good he effort. Did. He did. Uh, great this effort. He's driven the best. Row. I think he's won the championship, not finished on the podium. Yeah, at the same race as well. Yep. Um, he has driven the best this year. you got to give it to him. He's driven a with a good head. After not the made summer stupid. break, he's come back strong. And he's not done stupid decisions. I think Ferrari have kind of hung uh, Paul Vettel out to dry a little bit with car setups, and uh, they obviously had problem at the end of the season with the the parts they developed were actually not working the way they should. They got caught by the FAA doing their little dodgy. Yeah, but then they come back last uh, last couple of meetings and were strong again. So I don't think that was as big of an issue as the actual parts they put on the car in Singapore. Do you think Ferrari had the faster car this season or do you think Mercedes did? Ooh, overall, I'd have to say Mercedes did, yeah. Mm. I'm reading a lot of comments online where people are like, Ferrari was the faster car this season, but but Hamilton was the better driver. I don't think so. I, I, I think overall, I think the Mercedes was the better car. I think Ferrari, very close but made some very poor decisions in pit stops it and did. strategy calls. And Vettel obviously made his mistake at Hungary. Hockenheim. Hockenheim, sorry. Um, so there was there, there was a lot of things that uh, come up to losing the championship. And then they had that problem with the, the, the aero tunnel, not con- you know, p- not parroting across the track. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really just, it all come down to... You know, all the tenths here and there, it, it it all adds up at the end of the year. And Mercedes got it right more often than they did get it wrong, and it, it shows. It does show. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Lewis Hamilton on the fifth World Drivers' Championship. Um, you going to make me do it? What? Yeah, yep. So, in... The, I don't even... You know what I realized after I, when I was editing that show last week? I was like, V8s aren't next weekend. No, they're not. So we get another attempt. No, we if you want to, ch- no, no, we we can, uh, yeah, but we can have another. Like, if you still want to go, Scotty, and if I still want to go, Shane, I'll lock we it can in. Still, right? the, I'll okay, lock so it we in. haven't done that. We can yeah. cut off five minutes of banter. Uh, no, but well, would you can... like to get up there? Grab yeah, out I don't the like this. Star. I don't like this at all. Look, the Formula One championship might not have come down to the last race, but I tell you what, our championship is going to come down to the end. Grab that black texter. Give me another strike, and now I'm only one point behind you on the breaking late who guessed best. <laughs> I don't know what we call it. There we go. Four. That's nine. 
You're on 10. What's happened, mate? I'm having a slump. You're having a slump. You're doing a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> you started off strong at the start of the season. <laughs> My aero tunnel's not working very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Look, mate, I, I'm, I'm feeling a bit disappointed. I, I've, I've been getting a point here and there for the last probably six or seven races. Yeah. I've got one maybe every three or four races. It's not been good. Yeah, well, I, I mean, remember Toto looking back. Give, Toto gave me that win in Russia. I, I remember looking back at a certain point, going, sorry "I'm like Michael. six or seven points, and he's on two or three. I'm like, ah, oh, I'll just start making these outlandish calls. It'll it's be fine." Real high balls there, you're like, "Oh, well, if it pays off, I'll look like a champion." Yeah, look, and I had a couple that did, but I also had a lot that didn't, and it's coming back to chickens that come back to roost. Yeah, just, yeah, but come on, like I've also had a run of bad luck. I'm only one point behind you, so we've got three rounds left. So yeah, what do we have? We have Pukekohe, we Newcastle. have Newcastle. Oh no, we got four. we got four four rounds left. So there's a possible of well, you've 14. got two you've got two chances with Formula One, and you've got four races. Yeah, four races. Four with races supercars. with supercars. So six points are on the table to come away. Oh, and super twos, and oh. one point for super twos. Oh, oh two points two for super points twos. Super twos. Today do three races. Oh, three. Three Doesn't points. matter. Oh my god! We don't get double we got points. Nine. If, yeah, all right. So there's still shit tons of points <laughs> on the table. Yeah, but they're pretty hard to pick those ones. <laughs> oh well. Well, I know this seems to be like an episode all over the shop because it was like, yes, it was a great race. Max did a fantastic job to come home from the win, but he led it from the start. He did. He was pretty dominant in this race. He he led it. He got a good gap in the first sort of three laps. And then he sort you of maintained it out. behind anyone because your tyres dropped off within like three laps. Well, they were just destroying them. So um, there was a few different strategies, you know, twos, one, twos, and three stops for this I think Hamilton race. stopped three times. Um, Bottas did stop three times. Did Hamilton? can't remember. I think, so. I think he did two, didn't he? Let's Maybe. go pit stop summary. But, yeah, so um, it was it was really interesting to seeing all the different strategies and um, – how quickly the tires got used up. Okay, here you go. Okay, so Hamilton first stop on lap eleven, then second stop on lap forty-seven. Ah, oh, saying so two stoppers. This, uh, Bottas, Bottas was the three stopper. Yep. Okay. So um, it was it was pretty interesting to see all the different strategies. Obviously. Um, people committed to the, I think it was the Hypersoft, um, and took a lot of sets there and it didn't pay off because the temperature of the track and the weather was so hot, they just destroyed them. So, um, you know, one of those things that's, I guess that's why they, they make them lock them in so early out and it's a bit of a gamble and mixes up the racing a little bit and did. It does make good racing. Man, I love that stadium section of that track. I don't. I Don't love the idea. I love the atmosphere in there. Uh, I love. I think uh, that'd be great to sit there and cheer on Checo, uh, Chico. I I do too, and it, it slows the cars down enough that people really get to see them. But I think they need to open up the exit from the second part, make one part slow, and then make them accelerate out of there. Like, you know, what I mean, it, they they really 
they slow the cars down too much, and the cars don't really like it. It's not. It doesn't make for passing or anything like no, that. No, but I think it's. I think the view of the cars would be pretty good in that. Oh, it would be amazing to sit there. Yeah, I agree. I we agree. we need to do a Formula One round. We do. I was only talking about it out there before. Melbourne do next year. Look. No, uh, no, nah, not ne- not next year. I, <laughs> 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 well, you can. I don't. I don't think I f- I can afford that <laughs> just yet. Do clips of one week and then Melbourne two weeks later. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I've got well, I spoke about last week. You let the cat out of the bag with me go kart gear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm getting into karting. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you well, can, your first You round can be, be my Toto, and I'll be I, your I, Hamilton. I don't think I'm that esteemed, mate. I I'm not that either. <laughs> <laughs> But no, we'll we'll give it a good good crack at it, and we'll see how it goes. Um, it should be fun. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah I, I bought all my gear last week in on the Gold Coast. Um, actually, you made me put it all on before we recorded. That's the yep. first time I put all of it on together. Yep. Um, yep. Look like race car driver. Yep. So you do. That's <laughs> that's good. But yeah, we'll see how that all goes. That should be good fun. We'll um. Won't be a main topic of the podcast next year, but I guarantee that it will. <laughs> It'll probably come it will. Up. It will rear its head. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, especially if I'm, I mean I'm not planning on getting a result at all next season. But <laughs> if I have a nice race, I'll be like, you guys need to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. It will be good. Don't you worry. It should be good. Well, we are off to Pukekohe next. Um, you don't want to change your tip. You think, Scotty? Well, who are you with? I'm with Shane. Shane, I'm with Scotty. Mitch is with Scotty. Oh, I'm with Jamie, was I? No, you're with Shane. No, you're with you're <laughs> you're with Scotty. You and Mitch oh, both went right. Scotty, yeah. and then I was trying to tell Mitch you can't do that, and I said no, nah, it's okay. And then he was and then like, I said I'm just gonna choose. No, no. And so then, who are you with? You, you you're with Shane. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna go Shane too. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you said we're gonna do this when we were equal on points. No, no. I'm one point ahead. How am I supposed to win <laughs> if we're equal and I just choose the same people? <laughs> no, that doesn't work like that. <laughs> well, that's exactly how it works. <laughs> no. All right. It doesn't right. work I'll like I'll that. You're with Scotty. Scotty. And yeah, and then after that we got Newcastle. You haven't been there before. Looking no, forward to never. it? never. Absolutely. Absolutely looking forward to it. Can't wait. Yeah. It should be good. But we'll touch on that after the next couple episodes. Mm. Well, I'm going to wrap it up here because I feel like we've talked about all the stuff that we're going to talk about it, and otherwise we're just going to ramble on. I agree. I agree, mate. So thank you very much for joining us this week. Um, if you do want to support the show, we have like a small handful of stubby callers still left. Um, if you want to, you can email us in or contact us on Facebook and I will arrange to get one out to you or whatever. Um, otherwise, if you're in Darwin, pop into Lukey's Autos and they're available on the shelf. Yep, they're sitting there. Um, do what your old man did and just walk in and grab one and go, I like this and walk Take out it. with it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's well, all right. We'll allow, it's family. You can do that. But no, thank you very much for joining us. Um, if you have anything you want to write into the show, um, yeah, feel free. Hit us up. Um, our email address is breakinglate at gmail.com or you can contact us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash breakinglate um, and check out our website, breakinglate.com. 
And we'll see you next week because we've got Pukakoi. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Shaka bra. Shaka bra. <laughs> see ya. Catch That's ya. a very odd ending. But okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>